Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 635. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, I'm going to give you an update on our gold mining ETFs because it's been a while since I've been able to give you an update and things have been going extremely well. As you have seen, the gold miners, GDX and GDXJ, the junior miners, so GDX being the large company miners, GDXJ being the junior company miners, have rallied off their lows. They are still in an uptrend and looking really good. Valuations remain pretty low historically, meaning even though they've rallied quite a bit, they're still extremely undervalued. And that's because the price of silver and gold has been kept down for a long time and really isn't at its fair market value. We've also seen the underlying prices of gold and silver rising significantly, with silver being up 12.88% year-to-date and for one year, 20.25%. And the price of the gold metal up 13.65% year-to-date and 18.24% over the last year. So all of that helps our miners because as the price of gold and silver increases, that extra rise in the price just goes right to the bottom line, to the profitability of the company. And ultimately that's what's going to drive the underlying stock prices is the rise in earnings, profits, profitability, if you will. So because these ETFs are made up of groups of either large company miners or smaller junior mining companies, price of the underlying metal impacts them both. It's just some are larger companies that have larger operations, more mines, more overhead, and the juniors being smaller companies are more exploratory. Maybe they are still looking for new deposits and can be more volatile. Also in times of interest rates being lower, gold tends to do well, and this week we're expected to hear the Fed reduce rates another quarter of a percent. That's 95% already priced into the market. We also have some turmoil happening with politics here domestically, but also internationally. We see lots of citizen protests going on around Europe, the Middle East, and South America. In financial news, we see the Federal Reserve keeping the biggest secret, non-secret that there is. And that means that they've issued statements about why they're providing billions of dollars daily to member banks, but they aren't making any media appearances to be questioned about it. So we're seeing hundreds of billions of dollars being pumped into the financial system without a lot of explanation why. And if you haven't listened to my podcast about the repo market update part two, I just did that. So you can go back, listen to that and find out what that's all about. 
But ultimately, what's going to drive stock prices higher in this category, in this sector, is record quarterly gold production and robust revenue growth, such as one company, Agnico Eagle, which is the fifth largest holding in GDX. It is not in GDXJ, but it is the fifth largest holding in GDX. It recently had record quarterly gold production. They had their earnings go from 29 cents a share to 60 cents a share, and they increased their dividend by 40%. This is a company who has confidence that they're going to be earning more money or they wouldn't be boosting their dividend that has to be paid out in cash to shareholders. That shows a lot of profitability, a lot of confidence, and confidence that they'll be consistent in the future. And that's just one example of why this whole sector is doing so well. The performance numbers have really been outstanding. For the large gold miners, GDX is up 29.3% year to date and 24.95% for one year. GDXJ is doing even better, up 42.4% year to date that's double the return of the S&P year-to-date and up 35% for one year. Now, this is something that is a small portion of our asset allocation. It's definitely a complement to the rest of our portfolio. As you know, usually in an asset allocation model, I like 80% to be in the classic asset classes but about 20% of your portfolio can be in things like gold and silver mining companies or cannabis or real estate investment trusts and things like that. In my opinion, these mining companies have a long way to go in this new bull market that they're in. And they're still flying under the radar where a lot of people aren't even recognizing the success that they're having. In this day and age where we have fiat currency and the Fed can create as much currency as it wants, this is the type of thing that counteracts that and offsets it, if you will. So again, not only are we seeing these ETFs in an important uptrend because of underlying gold and silver prices, but also because of profitability and production and the craziness that's going on with what I call under the umbrella of turmoil, whether that's the Federal Reserve creating more money for member banks, or whether that is political turmoil, or whether that is currencies going crazy. I think it's a good idea to have some of this in your portfolio as a great diversifier and something that is not highly correlated to the stock market. So when the stock market's going up or down, it usually doesn't impact what the mining stocks do. In fact, the other day when the president tweeted about the dollar being too strong, these mining stocks really took off because they can do well when a currency weakens as a significant holder of a store of value. So do some research, but think about having some of this in your portfolio or physical silver in your possession. I love that too, because I think this bull market has a ways to go yet. If you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, hit the subscribe button and you'll be updated as soon as new podcasts are available so you don't ever miss one. And don't forget, we have our review contest going you can win either a signed Wealth Heiress book or a wealth mentoring session with me. 
All you need to do is leave a podcast review and your name will be entered in the drawing one time. If you have an Apple phone, please do that on iTunes. If you have an Android phone, you can leave a review on stitcher.com, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com. Links for both of those are in the show notes. And if you've read The Wealth Heiress book and leave a book review on Amazon, your name goes in the drawing two times. I so appreciate the reviews. It means so much to me. And I love hearing what you have to say about the show and my book. Winners for the drawing will be announced on November 1st podcast. And if you'd like to work with me in my inner investing circle, the Be Wealthy and Smart VIP experience, there's a short questionnaire in the show notes. Fill that out. We'll talk and see if it's a good fit for both of us. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.